welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. Hello, Stu. How are you? I'm fantastic, Lorraine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, lovely. So, um, technical as ever. I have my phone here. It's switched on. I'm just, you know, I'm living my best IT life here, Stu. Because um, really, at your suggestion, what we thought we'd talk about today is uh, sort of managing clients' expectations in relation to conveyancing in what is the most extraordinary market at the moment. Um, and um, I noticed on Twitter today, estate agency today have reported, um, and the headline is, agents back right move allegation of log jams in conveyancing. So the agents are saying, yes, there's log jams in conveyancing. Now, to be fair, um, the article isn't as negative, negative as it sounds to conveyancers, because to be fair, the people in the article do talk quite clearly about, you know, uh, delays with searches mortgages etc um so they're not sort of blaming conveyancers mm. but certainly Stu, that sort of conveyancer blame thing is certainly something that you and i experience a fair bit and i know to be fair to you bless your heart um you know you've been subject to it a bit in the last week or so so that's why we thought we'd uh, we'd have a talk about it yeah it's, it's a real 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 important topic for me because you know, our practice has been built over the years on, um, you know, giving good service and giving good service, being diligent, uh, due diligent and, and, and doing a good job is, is, obviously, is obviously paramount to, to any property lawyer. And, you know, I always say that, you know, property lawyers in general are, are much of a much list. Most of us are the same. You know, there's not one that's fantastically better than another one. Um, you know, you put everybody in a room, they do roughly the same kind of job. Oh, I don't know. Apart from you and me, Stu. Well, think... yeah, we're a bit better than the rest. But, but apart, <laughs> apart, apart, apart from us, of course. Right, okay, and, us, and, and therein we have some comments on Twitter already. Well, I just assumed that that was obvious. But um, <laughs> apart from us, um, you know, it, it, you know we, we, we roughly do the same kind of job. You know, we have to follow a certain protocol in terms of the way that the conveyancing transaction works. And, and, and herein lies some of the problems us lawyers then face. So in this current market, you know, we, there really needs to be some kind of voice, I feel, for the property lawyers, because yeah. it seems totally acceptable at the minute for the banks to have enormous delays in producing mortgage offers. It seems to be totally acceptable that um, us lawyers have to jump on the phone um, when we submit a report to the bank, you know, we have to wait an hour on the phone at least if we're not cut off um, to check they received it. Um, you know, when we exchange contracts, we commit a client to a moving date. You know, we must ensure that the mortgage company's money's going to be here. So we're back on the phone again. It's another hour. But that's one matter. Um, you know, you might have 20 completions at the end of the week. That's 20 hours you're engaged on the phone. Yeah. It seems to be acceptable to the world that um, you know, banks have delays. Um, we have cases whereby surveyors have, have backlogs of, of six to eight weeks. Um, we've already spoken previously on, on this chat regarding the land registry and, and the enormous yeah. that they have. Um, search companies um, have, have a, a, a different turnaround in terms of producing their products. We have managing agents and landlords that are slower to produce their packs. And of course, it seems acceptable 
that other businesses incur these delays during what, of course, is an unprecedented and very difficult climate. But us property lawyers don't seem to have that same, um, you know, that same slack. And it really does seem that um, a lot of clients um, aren't mindful of, of what we're doing. And it's really important to convey the point that you know, we don't get paid until somebody's matter completes. You know, there's no interest to us in, in matters taking ages to go through. You know, I would say, despite whatever somebody down the pub tells you, um, a matter well, that's, of, that's why we can still go to the pub, mate. While well, we can, yeah. Um, I would say that an average is, is, you know, historically has been, say, 12 to 14, 12 to 16 weeks, potentially, if it's leasehold. Um, you know, at the moment, I would say you need to add on a month if we want to be realistic and if we want to manage everybody's expectations. Well, that's really interesting because that um, is exactly what the um, guys in the Estate Agency Today article were, were saying about mm. timeframes. And as I say, to be completely fair to, to, to the Estate Agency Today and the guys that were quoted, they weren't you know, slagging off conveyances. They were just talking about the delays generally. But of course, what they were saying, and I know we've talked about this before, but it is so central to what we do. Um, and, you know, we don't call it managing clients' expectations for nothing. Um, and they sort of suggested exactly as you've said, you know, clients need to understand that it is going to take longer at the moment. Um, but what I find sort of an, and have to be fair to you for years find extraordinary is um, that that a clients aren't prepared to be told even at the beginning um, that that you know what we think may happen i mean they are paying for our experience that's part of the you know that's part of what we've got to give um so we're often the bearers of bad news even before we've done anything um and what i find and i know you've experienced this 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 week's too and i do think you ought to get it off your chest mate to be quite honest with you um is the fact that the way people think it's totally acceptable to speak to us you know, I mean, the only time I've ever felt threatened in any job was when I was, you know, doing conveyancing and I had a very, very large, um, uh, you know, very, very uh, irritated um, uh, beneficiary standing between me and my door. Just incredibly, incredibly threatening. And that's the only time I felt physically threatened. And I sat there and I thought this is unacceptable <laughs> you know I'm running an office on my own uh I've got my support staff but what was I it, you know and I know that's a bit of an extreme example but it's sort of the way that clients think it's okay to speak to us they would get if they spoke to somebody like that in Tesco's or Morrison's they they would be escorted off the premises Tesco's or Morrison's or the rail companies wouldn't take it in the way that you and I are expected to take it no, I mean, we have a total zero tolerance um, policy on any kind of abuse um, to any, any one of our staff here. Zero tolerance on any racism, uh, which we've experienced this week, uh, homophobic comics, uh, comments, um, and, and just general abuse. But, you know, the key point is we're not detracting from the fact that each client, you know, should be given a service. Um, and despite the volume of clients that we process, you know, that transaction is very personal to that client and, 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 you know, it's a stressful situation. We know that, but, you know, clients expectations in terms of how often they should 
uh, be hearing from us. You know, I would say that to be hearing from us, um, you know, once, twice a week is, is, is reasonable. If you don't hear from us, it's not because nothing's happening. You know, we are processing, mm-hmm. processing in the background. Um, but, you know, we carry out legal due diligence. The reason we carry out this process is to protect clients from making a mistake. You know, we want to ensure that they buy the property. They don't then subsequently have issues with it. Um, it's, it would be lovely for us to say, do you know what? Who cares? Let's just exchange. <laughs> yeah. you know, let's just exchange. Let's just complete. Let's all get paid. Make far more money. I don't need to have anywhere near the volumes of staff that I've got. Um, you know, it'd be far easier for us to do that. If we take a step back, we're doing this to protect clients for no other reason whatsoever. Um, you know, we don't want it to take forever to go through, but it is in this climate going to take longer. In this climate, um, unfortunately, you know, it might well be that we don't get back to clients within 24 hours. And I think in terms of what you should expect from your lawyers, you know, if you don't hear from them, um, within a day or two days, it, it may well be that stuff is still happening. It doesn't mean that the lawyer needs to put up with, you know, forms of abuse, etc. Yeah. Um, and, and the irony, I, I was looking at um, a particular client that, that posted something on Twitter the other day, um, and it was completely, um, think of no other way of, of, of putting it other than completely slagging off somebody within our practice that was dealing with them to an extent that that person, you know, brought them to tears. But, but the irony of it all was when I looked at that particular client's Twitter, um, you know, only six months, a year ago, however long it was, they were sort of very critical of the press in the way that they treated Caroline Flack um, when she had her difficulties. Oh, and, really? Well, that's really and interesting. And we know how that ended. So there is a line and, you know, we, we've got a complaints policy here. Um, any clients can contact me, uh, always trying to help. But I, I would honestly say, and this is not just our, our firm here, I, I, I would, you know, like to make a statement and put something out there that, you know, 99% of all property lawyers at the moment are probably doing double the workload that, that they would normally do. And they are all working to achieve the same goal, which is getting you as a client exchanged and completed as quickly as possible. Um, but, you know, with current climate and with COVID-19 and everything else that's going on, you know, there are parameters in which we have to work um, and there are difficulties within our industry where all the third parties that we deal with, and, and, and the other day we actually counted that it's possible you could have 19 third parties to a transaction. Which is extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, and, and the thing is too, I would absolutely reiterate that because I'm sort of connecting, you know, with people, on uh, property lawyers in particular, at, at all sort of, you know, uh, ends of the scale across a, a property firm uh, on LinkedIn in particular, you know, not one of them is saying, uh, you know, well, I'm twiddling my thumbs. They are all working to absolute capacity. Um, and actually you're saying about double the amount of work, but again, um, a really interesting move from uh, staff from right move is right move have said there's about get this 40 percent 40 40% more sales in the system than a year ago so not than a six months ago when we were all twiddling our thumbs and staring out the window and wondering if we've got any work to do 40 percent more sales in the system right now than a year ago um, and the point you made Stu, you know when we were chatting about this before we press record um 
you know, however much you try, you know, conveyancing firms cannot scale up to deal with that volume that quickly. I know of huge numbers of conveyancing staff and I worry about their, you know, their mental health and everything else who are working weekends, who are working late and frankly doing all the things that, to be honest, they probably shouldn't be doing in terms of processing workload. But really interesting also, I also know of a firm that I do um, a lot of training work with nice big decent firm they would do sort of quite a lot of sort of higher end work multi-office firm and they actually stopped taking on new instructions they've got a not, lots of property lawyers do they stopped taking instructions for two weeks two weeks imagine that they turned away property work for two weeks just to give their property colleagues the the, the, the chance to catch up yeah. that's yeah. the kind of mark yeah, incredible, isn't it? I think that, you know, we are not as lawyers taking on extreme volumes of work because all of a sudden we've, you know, had a big marketing campaign and everything's, you know, flowing into us because we're all brilliant. You know, there is uh, a backlog because of the current climate. Mm. Um, you know, there's a bottleneck in terms of getting matters through because, as I said, there was 19 sort of other third parties that you could count on that, that might be involved in a transaction. Um, only takes one or two of them to have delays, which, you know, they all have delays um, and therefore it affects us. But of course, we're the one that's the first point of contact and, and breaks the bad news. Um, so it is very, very, very difficult at the moment. And, you know, there are probably 10 really good reasons at the moment why it's extremely busy and, and we're quoting the numbers we're quoting. Come April next year, mm. probably only two of those reasons. Um, so eight will have gone potentially. Um, so again, from a business point of view, you've gone from doing nothing for April, May, um, a nice pipeline building in, in, in June, but of course the actual volume of work starts maybe only July, August, September. So we're only talking two and a half months now to recruit additional staff um, and to scale up to deal with that caseload isn't as easy as, as, as one would assume, you know, to bring in staff, um, people have to give notice, etc. So that takes time to train people up into different areas takes time. So as a business to react to something that's moved so quickly is very difficult. You know, it's not like the previous recession, whereby there would be, you know, six to six to you know months to a year, um, whereby the, the market moved, whether it was up or down, you know, this has literally been like a light switch on or off. And, and, you know, law firms are having to react to that with the constant threat that even today the government, you know, could announce all of a sudden there's a further lockdown. So, you know, well, are we, you know, also, what I found there's, there was, a, a, to be fair, they were a fairly notorious firm in my locality. Again, that I'll, I'll spare their blushes, but they were, you know, got really well known over the years for sort of expanding massively and then contracting when there was a downturn and just dumping all their staff. So again, there is that really, really difficult tension, isn't there? It's all very well saying, well, let's scale up. But if, you've, you're, if you're taking somebody else out of a job to come and work for you, and then suddenly there's a downturn next April, May time, that everybody's suggesting there will be, um, well, then you're suddenly left massively overstaffed and yeah. you've potentially got to let, you know, a whole bunch of people go. So there's yeah. also that, you know incredibly serious responsibility all tied up in this this initial premise of ours about managing clients expectation um well Stu, that's 
unless there's any other you know major bombshell you want to to add <laughs> um because i think we could really you know this is a topic that I, can I, run and run i think just i think yeah just to finalize i think from you know if you're a client listening to this um and you know you want things to progress as smoothly as possible and as quickly as possible the tips i would give any client uh, dealing with any law firm is you know to, to to look after the things that you've also got to do so make sure that you know you've got your mortgage offer there's no point chasing things like exchange and completion until you've actually got a mortgage offer it's not going to happen you know make sure that if you've been asked to produce id bank statements make sure you've actually done that because nothing's going to happen until you have so the last sort of thought would be if you're a client watching this just make sure that your own house is in order you've done all you can um, to facilitate, you know, um, uh, a quick and speedy conveyance so that the lawyer can do their part. And if you haven't heard from them for a day or so, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean that nothing's happening. Well, thanks for that, Stu. I think that uh, that sums it up brilliantly. So uh, so on that note, we'll uh, say goodbye and uh, see, you, see you again in another Conveyance of Matters really soon. Take All care. Right. Take Bye. care, Lion. Bye-bye.